0: Hi, I'm Sam Hawley, coming to you from Gadigal Land. This is ABC News Daily. If you haven't had COVID or a booster shot in the last six months, the chances are you're more vulnerable than you think. In a few weeks, a fifth dose of a COVID vaccine will be offered to anyone over 18. And we're being urged to take it up. Today, epidemiologist Catherine Bennett on how we're entering a new phase of the pandemic. Catherine, we're just short, about a month short of three years into this pandemic. 17 new cases of a mysterious illness sweeping across China has sparked fears of a much bigger outbreak. Millions There's
1: been a dramatic development this morning in the Chinese city of Wuhan, which is the epicentre
0: of an outbreak. It's pretty unbelievable, isn't it?
1: It is, and it's, it's a transition period. The new vaccine announcement does, I think, mark the next phase for us which is looking at a more sustainable plan around how vaccines are made available and and a simpler plan for, for people as well to now look at the timing of their
0: doses rather than trying to count doses or know where they're at. So we have come a long way and as you say, we're now looking at a fifth dose, a fifth booster. We haven't talked about vaccines for quite a long time. So why are we talking about it again now? Well,
1: I think the important thing about the the announcements uh, for the the next step, which opens up on, on Feb 20, is that they're not actually focusing on the count of boosters anymore. They're focusing on the timing of it. So this is looking at people that are now six months or more out since their last dose or their last infection. And they're learning from the data overseas how long immunity lasts, particularly that protection against severe illness, which is the greatest immediate concern. And for younger people, particularly those that didn't get around to even having their first booster, if their last dose, their second dose was more than six months ago, and for most that will be, you know, it means they can now have this dose without thinking, oh, I can't have that because it's the fifth, I've got to have the third and fourth. This is all about the timing now. And that combination hybrid immunity that the majority of Australians have, thankfully, but which still needs boosting. So I do think that's another change in the way we're looking
0: ahead to how we might manage this. It's much clearer now to scientists, to medical professionals, that the immunity lasts for about six months if you've had COVID or if you've had a vaccine
1: that's right and that you benefit from boosting that immunity and if you're doing that in a controlled way with a vaccine then that's you know going to give that bit of extra protection for young fit healthy adults It may not make a big difference because their risk of serious illness is actually very low. But even then, you know, vaccinations have been associated with a reduced risk of long COVID, for example. But certainly for those at at more risk of severe illness, they will get a boost in terms of that reduced risk with the booster.
0: So let's talk about the, the dose. What's different about the fifth booster that's being offered than previous vaccines that we've seen?
1: Well, we saw the introduction of the bivalent vaccine already, the BA1, BA2 targeting vaccine. So we have now approved the Pfizer version of that BA4, 5 variant. The Moderna version is also on the table being looked at and maybe also coming into the mix in Australia in future. But what that means is we've got really good data from overseas on these bivalent vaccines. And it's showing that it is delivering a deeper and broader protection when people have these as the boosters compared with the original vaccines as boosters. And the advantage of that is that they're more effective against these current. Variants, not just BA4 and BA5, but also the XBB, the other variants that we've seen circulating, including those that are in Australia now. So for anybody, it might be you know a, a good thing to do, particularly if you've got things coming up and you want to avoid infection, or you've had a few infections and you're anxious about long COVID. You know, all those things are things that people will take into account when they're making their own decision about having
0: a vaccine. to so the Health Minister, Mark Butler, he says the government secured four million Omicron-specific booster doses that you were just talking about with another 10 million arriving this month. So they'll have the stock there for people to actually go and get these vaccines. Pfizer
1: vaccines uh, will land in Australia and will be available to those providers in very early March. So this will be the largest...
0: There's also been, we can see, a slump in the take-up of vaccines, of course. There's reports that Australia decided. Discarded 20% of its national COVID vaccine supply in September, so they just had to throw it away. There's a reluctance, isn't there now, to actually have these vaccines?
1: Yeah, look, I mean, the, the rates went up with every decade of age in the adult age group, which is good to see. You know, the people that were most at risk had the highest uptake of the booster vaccines. But at the same time, you know, you're in a quandary trying to keep vaccines available for people who might have been waiting to have a long enough spell since their last infection to actually get a booster. And, you know, having a shelf life that allows you to keep enough in store for an unpredictable surge in vaccine interest. So I think this next phase where we've got these new bivalent vaccines, where we're giving more general advice, there'll be quite strong uptake, I think, of people who are both in the vulnerable group, but also those who are particularly anxious because of their occupation or their contacts or their own concerns about their health in the younger age groups that will take up this offer. But it allows us to sort of look ahead and then, you know, we will probably start to build a better understanding of what the ongoing vaccine program might look like. It might just be an annual booster for most people. It might be combined with a flu shot, for example, But for people who are particularly vulnerable, they might need another dose.
0: Let's chat, Catherine, about where we're up to in this pandemic. How much longer is this going to last? Because I thought pandemics were meant to last for about two years. So we're well past that now. That's right. I mean, the (laughs) definition of a pandemic is
1: that you're seeing more cases than you would expect. And we've technically probably moved beyond the technical definition. But the other aspect of a pandemic declaration is about that need for urgency and also for, you know, global cooperation at a different level and that that declaration actually enables or encourages some of that. You know, I thought we might have seen the end of it at the last winter in the Northern Hemisphere when things tracked out in a way that still saw surges but was starting to become more predictable and a lot of the containment was happening locally. But we still had a lag in catching up on international access to to vaccine programs and that's part of the concern but we're also still learning so much about the virus and these new subvariants and where it's going to or how it's going to settle into this endemic pattern
0: mm, but we've entered a new phase of this pandemic and it does sound from what you're saying that things are going to be quite a bit easier than we've seen in the past three years.
1: Yeah, I think hopefully we will see less surprises. You know, there's we we never quite know what's happening with the next variants, but thankfully the pattern of subvariants, and we've seen a lot of subvariants um, over this twelve month period, you know, we've had a whole year of Omicron. We haven't seen that step change that we saw going from Delta to Omicron. You know, it's the devil you know, as they say. And and I think we've hopefully transitioning out of the period where we weren't quite sure what might be the situation in three or four months time hopefully we're getting closer to being able to to call that and I think the virologists are feeling a little less anxious now about you know a sudden shift in subvariants or a much more virulent variant you can never rule it out completely but the pattern over the last 12 months has been somewhat reassuring in that you know, we're seeing variants or subvariants that are behaving more like the other variants that have been around, and that the longer that goes on for, the more we live in hope that that will be our future.
0: Professor Catherine Bennett is the Chair of Epidemiology at Deakin University. In January, 72% of adult Australians had received three doses of a COVID 19 vaccine, while just 44% had had four. It's thought at least 80% of Australians have now had COVID at least once. This episode was produced by Flint Duxfield, Sydney Pede, Chris Dengate, and Sam Dunn, who also did the mix. Our supervising producer is Stephen Smiley. I'm Sam Hawley. ABC News Daily will be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening.
1: You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.